welcome to Statements of Opinion. I'm your host, Francine Vasquez, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about everyday events, happenings, pet peeves, and everything under the sun in order to provide you with a fun and sometimes serious look at life. So recently, I read an article that was titled, OK Boomer. Okay, so any article that starts like that, I'm like, oh boy, uh uh-oh. Just for the record, I am not technically a boomer, but honestly, after looking at this article and this list of things, I mean, I might as well be, because, yeah, it makes me feel like kind of old to go through some of this and be like, wow, I remember that, and yeah, we don't do that anymore. So let let me be more specific. The article is about things that, and skills that are becoming obsolete. So we know that with technology and everything, there's a lot of things that advance and modernize. You know, we don't have records anymore. We don't have even cassette tapes really anymore. Or even uh, CDs are, are now pretty much old technology, right? But there are other things that we learn to do that I learned to do in my generation and and older <laughs> and even some millennials are going to be able to be like, yeah, we learned that too. But for Gen Zs and, and the future, you know, this stuff might not even exist. You know, just like uh, if you ask one of them, you know, about the B-side of a record, they're going to be like, they might even say, what's a record? <laughs> so they're probably not going to know the B-side and they're not going to know what a record is. It's kind of scary. But anyway, so I thought it'd be fun to look at this list and go through some of these things. I don't know how fun I'll think it is at the end, but <laughs> let's get into it. So reading a map. That's something that a lot of people don't do anymore because we have GPS, right? Our phones, our smartphones. So they do a lot of stuff for us. And so we don't need to learn how to read a physical map, you would think, right? How many of you out there use Waze? I use Waze. That app is a lifesaver, right? If you don't use that, you might use MapQuest or Google Maps or any other number of apps. There's also, they still sell GPS systems like um, TomTom and Garmin and all these other things. So it kind of makes it so that you don't need to learn to read a map. But I say you should always know how to read a physical map because technology depends on electricity and batteries, two things that are not guaranteed. Okay. So if you are on a road trip to somewhere you've never been before and your battery dies or you run out of gas in your car, you know, your, your, um, your engine's out and the power's out and also what if, you know, I don't know, any millions of things could go wrong. What are you going to do then? I mean, I guess, it, you know, in my example, obviously if your car's out of gas, you're not going anywhere anyway. <laughs> But really, the point is that it's a skill, right? That everybody should know how to do in case they need to. It's going to be really sad if if you find yourself somewhere where you need to navigate and it's your first time looking at a map. So if you don't know how to read a map, I'd say bust out a map and do it. And if you 
don't know where to go to learn how to read a map, you can use your modern technology and Google it. <laughs> Another thing that's kind of going to the wayside are, are driving stick shifts. I guess that many cars that many cars are not stick shift anymore and they're automatics. I, I will say that I don't know how to drive a stick shift. I only know how to drive automatic. It's the only thing I've ever driven. I don't even really want to drive a stick. Automatic's so easy. You just put the key in and you go. Now, I know stick shifts will often give you better mileage. And people just love it, especially when you're out in rural areas and open areas. That's when they're most beneficial. But for me, I want the automatic. So I don't necessarily believe that that's a skill that we need to hold on to. I'm okay with that going by the wayside. I really am. So the next thing is writing in cursive. Now, this one is controversial because we spend a lot of time typing on our phones, on our laptops, on our iPads, on all kinds of digital devices. And we don't spend very much time handwriting. In schools, they don't teach cursive. I think that the move to digital has kind of made that obsolete, but I'm a little bit sad about that. Not because I had beautiful cursive writing, because I didn't. My cursive sucked. And if you could read what I wrote in cursive, then good for you. <laughs> You're pretty good. I still think that, I mean, cursive and handwriting in general, just writing things down by hand, people aren't doing that anymore. You know, how, when's the last time you sat and wrote a letter to somebody and actually took a pen and a piece of paper and wrote a letter and didn't type it up somewhere? I think writing is much more personal. It takes more time, but that means you're putting more thought and effort into it. And so maybe, you know, I, you, I would appreciate it more. Maybe you'd appreciate it more. I don't know. Cursive writing is something we need to do because that's how we sign things. We sign by cursive. We sign checks. We sign contracts. We sign legal documents. And if we don't teach our kids cursive writing, they're never going to learn how to sign their name. Is that important? Well, I mean, legally, it seems to be very important right now. As far as, you know, artistically or what it looks like, is that important? No, because again, computers do everything. And yeah, I know they have um, apps and things where you can electronically sign your name, like DocuSign and things like that. However, I think that it's really a missed opportunity to teach our kids a, a skill by allowing it to kind of fade away and die away. Because first it'll be cursive writing and then it'll be regular print writing and, and kids won't even know how to use a pencil and a pen anymore. And I don't know, that's kind of, that. there's an argument for that there and in either side and some people say it's useless you don't need it other people say it's vital so there you go I don't know but that's one of the things that are that are becoming obsolete traditional grammar they list here I think that that's there because of cell phones I think that the way that we use shorthand on cell phones 
is really damaging the way that we use grammar. And it's becoming a point where our children aren't going to really know real grammar or, or traditional grammar or, you know, whatever you want to call it. They're not going to understand that because they're so used to writing the letter R for R, A-R-E, you know, and U is the letter U instead of Y-O-U. And those are just two examples, but everybody knows now because if you've used a cell phone and, and typed and texted anybody, you know exactly what I mean about the shorthand. And, and I use it too. We all do. But we're getting into a situation where our children don't know the difference. And so when they sit down to write a paper, they're using those shorthand tactics and and grammar uh, shortcuts in their papers. And so then you're reading a paper and it's written as if they're texting somebody. That's, to me, an issue. Um, And it's not just children. Don't get me wrong. It's not just children. Adults are doing it too. It becomes such a habit that you don't even realize you're doing it. And we're forgetting how to use grammar correctly. I, I think we need to be careful with this one. I don't think that this is a situation where we can say, oh, we don't need that. Oh, we don't need grammar. We do need grammar. Grammar is a very important part of language. So we need to be careful and make sure that we're teaching everybody how to use it appropriately and that we do make a distinction between when you're just texting really quick and when you're actually writing formal letters and documents and contracts, legal documents. You know, that's where this is going to come in handy and come and become an issue if you don't understand it and you don't know how to use it because you could make mistakes that could be costly. So uh, we need to make sure we don't lighten up on the emphasis of grammar. That's just my opinion and the way I see it. You may disagree. And if you do, leave a comment. I'll read it. I still won't agree, but I'll read it. Okay, so sewing is another one that has gone to the wayside. People don't sew anymore. My mom used to have a sewing machine. I don't know anybody who has a sewing machine these days, except, you know, our older generation. I don't think kids have even ever seen a sewing machine. Gen Z, have you? Do you know what a sewing machine? Do you know how to thread a sewing machine? Have you ever used a sewing machine? Uh, I don't even think so. And that kind of reminds me of a typewriter, too. I don't know if it's on later on this list, but typewriters, nobody uses a typewriter. That's an old relic, right? Something that you might see in an antique shop. So sitting right next to the sewing machine. So they're all antiques now, right? Nobody uses those things. Nobody really tries to fix their clothes. A lot of times they'll just throw them out these days. Well, maybe not today's day because, you know... We're dealing with inflation headed towards a recession, probably. So I don't think people are really throwing their clothes away. But that's what will happen. I got a hole in my pants. Oh, I'm just going to throw them out and buy a new pair. Nobody sits down and says, where's my needle and thread? Let me fix that. They don't fix it themselves. No way. You might take it to a tailor. Maybe they could fix it. The dry cleaners, if they do that. But you're not going to fix it yourself. We just don't do that anymore. It's a skill that is just becoming obsolete. So that's just a few of the things that were on this list. Let me know if you're interested in a part two. And I can always keep it going because this is really, really interesting. Let me know if you know of some other things that are kind of 
going becoming obsolete and kind of going the way of the of the boomer generation and and uh, some kind of old relics. I don't know. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any new content, and I'll talk to you later.